News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, on yesterday's programme, we discussed a damning report published by HICWA, which highlighted the dismal conditions in emergency departments across the country. It found that lengthy wait times in several institutions, including one instance of a patient who was waiting over 116 hours on a trolley in the department. This shocking figure did not come as any surprise to Elaine Galvin, who joins us now. Elaine, you spent 60 hours on a trolley in an emergency department recently. Tell me, first of all, what brought you to the emergency department? Hi, Kira. Um, so I was, um, yeah. So I had um, a respiratory illness that turned out to be um, infection, and I had an exacerbation. Yeah, you had a flare-up of of all of that. Um, yeah. So in in you go. You're sick. You're unwell. You're feeling at a low ebb. What were the conditions yeah. like? So. Um, yeah, like when you 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 go into your 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 ED and you obviously get into the triage situation, you know, area, um, which is fine. And I was seen pretty quickly and moved into um, the waiting area in the ED. And I suppose that's when I kind of started to realise, you know, that the situation had changed from the last time I'd been in the emergency department because we were now in these type of pods, um, in what was the old atrium of CUH, and um, there you sit on a on a chair. You've got kind of a two-tiered system you could have a low back chair or you might get a high back chair which which makes a big difference when you're you're there for a prolonged amount of time and um then i was when i was being admitted i was moved into i suppose the more um watched area of 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 the um ed where you go to um kind of a fold-out chair and that's where i was for the 60 hours until i got a trolley and then that was another 12 hours I got to bed, so 72. Yeah. You weren't even on a trolley for 60, you were on a chair. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And, I mean, that's incredibly difficult, I have no doubt. I can't imagine how uncomfortable you'd be sitting on a chair and unwell for 60 years. But also, yeah. I imagine there's so much coming and going and lights and sometimes disruptive uh, people attending the yeah. A&E and noise. The actual conditions there, were they, were they awful? Okay, that's the reason why I suppose I've, I flagged the complaint and then kind of went public on it. The conditions are awful. Okay, you've got a situation where you have um, fluorescent lights on 24-7. They don't have the ability to turn them off in, in, the, um, in the A&E area. The chair folds out so you can lie, you can lie prone, but it's literally the width of your, of your body. It's the width of a pillow. It's hard. It's, um, there's no mattress. I had no pillow um, I brought one in from home. Um, you don't have enough space for your tray, you know, the, the, the trays that go across your bed or over your trolley. There's no space for them because things are so tight. So when food is delivered to you, you have to balance it on your little gurney chair thing, which you saw photographs of. Um, I had a cup of tea. I had, you know, I had to lean down and raise them. Sorry. Is privacy also an issue in terms of, you know, you have to get up to go to the bathroom? You, you know, there's all of those types 100%. of issues too. Yeah, well, going to the bathroom, obviously, if you're, if you're mobile, you're fine. There's no call bells if you're not, so that's problematic. There's also no curtains on the pods, so as I was sleeping there or being treated or eating um, or sleeping, people coming and going, people from triage could see me. Yeah. Okay. The, the staff, I know they're under pressure. Uh, I'm sure they 
recognise the fact that most people are, are unhappy with the with the proceedings. How are that? How are the staff in A and E coping? They're unhappy with it. You know, um, it was verbalised to me that it was the words used were it's cruel to have you in here this long. It's awful that you're in this this long. Please complain. Um, you know, they find the lights very disorientating. One nurse told me she found a, actually when she was leaving after night shift, she was almost like, how did I get home? She was so disorientated from being in this fluorescent light situation for so long. And um, yeah, I just found the, the nursing staff, the doctors, the healthcare workers, as usual, phenomenal. They were amazing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not the staff, it's not the care, no. it's, it's the environment. Okay. And I presume the environment is simply not conducive to anyone getting no. better in that setting, really, in that it is a, a, an environment that isn't, it isn't suitable for the sick. You've made a complaint. Have you heard anything back? Um, well, it was acknowledged and they are getting back to me in due course, yeah. All right. Well, shortly after eight o'clock this morning, I will be speaking to Damien McCallion, Chief Operating Officer with the HSE, about the winter plan and where we're at and our A&Es. And I will put it to him about your particular case. Elaine, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning here on News Talk Breakfast. That is Elaine Galvin, 60 hours in a chair, never even mind a trolley, 60 hours in a chair in in, in A&E. And we'd love to hear from you this morning if you've had to unfortunately make a trip or your loved one has had to make a trip to the emergency department. Uh, I would love to know your experience. And as I say, I will be speaking to the HSE. See you after eight. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.